0: Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Save Me an Aisle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hello. Uh Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Yo. And this week we are going over the show Footloose, which is... uh, Yeah, it's fantastic. And... Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Sunday Shoes. (laughs) (laughs) yep Uh, (laughs) so (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and jump into Footloose Amber take us away
1: alright so Footloose the musical is based on the 1984 movie of the same name Uh, I did learn that the movie itself was loosely based on a true story so Uh, get ready for this guys so this this town Elmore City Oklahoma they had banned dancing from their founding in 1898. Okay. <laughs> in order to decrease the amount of heavy drinking and a nope, reverend solid logic. It's solid. It's getting crazier. Y'all a reverend in a nearby town said, said this, this is the quote. No good has ever come from a dance. If you have a dance, somebody will crash it and they'll be looking for only two things, women and booze. When boys and girls hold each other, they get sexually aroused. Uh. You can believe what you want, but one thing leads to another.
0: <laughs> wow, I was not aware of this. <laughs> Heck yeah, brother. He's speaking the truth. So... <laughs> Mo'boy. This was the thinking at the time, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, dancing yes, was banned. But in 1980, the junior high school class requested permission to host a prom, and it was actually granted. The ban was overturned when the school board president broke a 2 2 tie with the words, let them dance.
0: Got him. So, yeah. That's wild. They did it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I thought that was great. Yeah. So, yeah. So, movie, true story, now a musical. Here we go. Musical. The music was written by Tom Snow, lyrics by Dean Pritchford and Kenny Loggins, and book by Dean Pritchford and Walter Bobby. The musical opened at the Richard Rodgers Theater in 1998 and ran for 709 performances until 2000. Wow. So pretty big chunk there.
0: Yeah.
1: And they've kind of been all over the place. So they had a 98 tour, so a 98 tour in Broadway, a 2000 tour in the U.S. In 03, they had tours in U.S. and Australia. In 04, they had a U.K. tour. In 06, they had a U.K. tour and a West End tour. In 07, they had a UK tour and a West End tour. In 08, they had a West End tour and a US tour. In 16, they had a UK tour. And in 17, they had a UK tour and a West End revival. So the UK really likes this musical. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) And the West End. Yes, very specifically the West End.
1: So the West End is in London. So like Europe just really likes Footloose, I guess. They They
0: just want to (laughs) dance. They're probably just like, what
1: are these silly Americans doing? I want to watch.
0: This is so entertaining.
1: (laughs) I actually saw it at the Muni last summer, and it was so much fun to watch. It was really cool. They had this two-way stage, so like this one long platform, and one side was the church with pews and stuff, and then the other side was the diner, so they would just like switch it around depending on the scene, so that was pretty cool.
0: I like those type of stages.
1: yeah same it was really cool so yeah a lot of fun show how familiar are you guys with it
0: well i know kylie and i saw it years ago at the muni as well it was a different production i don't think like, it was that fancy but i like 2010 I was, 10, 11 or something yeah i want to say it was it, it's been a, it's been a minute so i don't remember it's high school yeah i don't remember a ton of it anymore but that's about it and i've never actually seen the Kevin Bacon film. I just know <laughs> that's Kevin the, Bacon. It was Kevin Bacon. I think I've seen like the song "Footloose" with him in it. That's about it. Like I've seen the, the video of it or whatever. But that's that's about my that's about my experience with it. I have bits and pieces of the movie, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have very this, be- <laughs> this is gonna be painful for, for everyone you. today.
1: That's fine. I've seen Julie's movies and the live musical, so I got this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot they remade the movie.
1: It, yes, it's there's a point later on, but yes, there's two movies and a musical. Yeah.
0: Well then we'll hold off on that. For So for this one, we are covering the original Broadway cast recording. It is, of course, on our Spotify. There is a link in our show notes that you can uh, jump right into that and give us uh, a listen there. The songs actually feel kind of disjointed. It's, it's an odd musical, to be honest. But it's definitely one of those shows where the songs are more adjacent and they're, they're for fun rather than strictly necessary. But the recording also includes several chunks of dialogue, which helps tell the story when you're just listening and not watching. The broader production received critical reception. The show was in and out of itself poor, but the music and talented cast made it entertaining. <laughs> uh, has been nominated for a bunch of Tonys and other awards, but it didn't actually win any always a bridesmaid (laughs) never a tony winner in 2005 the show was revised numerous scripts and musical number tweakings they added still rockin at the opening of act two and removed the removed the rap dancing is not a crime they also removed the reverend song i confess and replaced it with a reprise of heaven help me the show opens with Rusty, Wendy Joe, and Erlene opening Footloose instead of Ren and the Boys. The instrumentation, the pit orchestra, requires a rock combo style. So two keyboards, two guitars, bass, drums, percussion, woodwind. Original Broadway production had uh, just solo violin and cello as well, which is interesting. There are- oh, here it is. There are two movie releases- <laughs> The 1984 version starring Kevin Bacon and the 2011 version starring Julianne Huff. Ariel is adorned with red cowgirl boots in all versions for reasons. Kind of
1: her signature thing.
0: Signature, because she's a sinner. Gotta the have weather. them boots.
1: <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's like her daddy doesn't approve of the boots, so she wears them.
0: Just a harlot.
1: Red is a kind of
0: rhinestone. <laughs> All Be right. Rhinestone. This is not Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Click three times. Um, so- are
1: bedazzled.
0: <laughs> You're bedazzled. Okay, so let's go ahead and hop right into Act One, Amber. Yes. So we start off with
1: Ren McCormick, who's just an ordinary city teenager in Chicago. He's at a dance club. He's hanging out with his friends. You know, he dances off his stress. So we get the song Footloose. Obviously, very popular song. I'm sure most people have heard it, even if they are not yeah. familiar with this musical. It
0: plays
1: just uh, <laughs> <the> radio, so <laughs> And it's been covered by a lot of different artists as well. So it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. And he's he talking to his friends, and he kind of lets them know that, you know, things are, things are kind of tough right now. Financially, his dad just left them. And so he and his mom, Ethel, are moving to the small town Beaumont to live with his aunt and all. So move forward to Beaumont. They attend church and they meet Shaw Moore, who's the con- who's a conservative minister. So we get the song on any Sunday. And he basically gives us, you know, welcomes everyone to the church and gives us big Sunday, this big sermon, when, you know, talking about church and Sundays and whatever. And then he gives a sermon against rock and roll music and its endless chant of pornography.
0: Ah, yes. That's what I think about when I listen to rock and roll.
1: Exactly.
0: As you agree, uh, everyone
1: kind of. <laughs> I mean, you know that's silly rock and roll. So all the characters kind of meet each other after church. We get this whole big thing, and then Ariel, we're introduced to, who is Reverend Moore's daughter. She runs off to a gas station to meet up with her honky tonk boyfriend, Chuck Cranston, uh, and his <laughs> his buddies Travis and Lyle, and you get the song "The Girl Gets Around," which is a really sassy song, but. You get lines like, I keep her around because when temptation strikes. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: So basically, they just admit to using each other, and you can tell that they're pretty much only together for the sex. Sure. That's that's cool.
0: Sure. I mean,
1: whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Reverend Let's Moore how- shows up. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? Unfortunately, Reverend Moore shows up and catches the two in an embrace.
0: <gasps> oh my god. Scandalous. Not an embrace. Hugs. Yeah, hugs are for the devil. Hugs lead to (laughs) drugs. Hugs lead to drugs. That's a quote. (laughs) That's Kylie's campaign slogan. Yep. (laughs) Kylie, 2020. (laughs) Hugs lead to drugs. Oh my god. (laughs) Anyway, after this scandalous (laughs) moment. (laughs) The next day, Ren shows up at school and meets Willard Hewitt, a slow-witted cowboy. Which is rude, by the way. Uh, Willard tries to beat him up, but Ren doesn't really care about it. And the two end up as friends. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Canadian standoff. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but Ren tells Willard about the dancing he used to do in Chicago in a song called I Can't Stand Still. That's actually probably that my favorites. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> but... It's just a super fun song cuz he goes crazy like dancing all over the stage.
0: It's fantastic. That is a lot of fun. Willard tries to get Ren to stop but he ignores him and puts on a show in front of the school principal who angrily explains that dancing is illegal in the town of Beaumont. Because reason. Oh no. Oh You're no! How, how dare he shake his booty so. The badonk. The badonk. <laughs> Willard actually ends up defending Wren. After the principal leaves, Rusty comes up and flirts with Willard, saying how brave he is. Rusty and her friends Wendy, Joe, and Erlene explain to Wren that dancing is illegal after a horrifying car accident involving four kids after a school dance. Because that is a correlation. They they warn him to lay low on the dancing stuff in a song called Somebody's Eyes. It's really, really creepy because they're like, Somebody's eyes are watching
1: Gross. Somebody's watching you, like, what the heck?
0: <laughs> so it's like another die. song, where, no matter no matter what step I'm- you take, I'll be watching you. Exactly. It's creepy.
1: <laughs> Ariel comes home, after, you know, being out with her, her boy toy. Oh, but her dad is upset at her, and gives her the cold shoulder.
0: That's gonna do things. Yeah, that'll fix it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a healthy relationship. And so she... Leaves the room, you know, she stomps off to her bedroom, and her parents, so Reverend Moore and Vi kind of bicker over her. The Reverend is concerned about her boyfriend, but Vi is just like, it's just a fling, it'll cool down, like, she'll realize he's terrible, it's fine, relax, just let her, like, be a kid and live her life. This upsets the Reverend, he storms off, and he's gonna work on his next sermon. (laughs) So then we switch over to the other mom, Ren's mom, Ethel. She's fed up with Ren constantly having to be the new kid, and all of the, the stress that comes with that, right? And so both Ethel and Vi start singing a song together called Learning to Be Silent, and Ariel actually joins them for it. I think this was added later on. I don't think she was originally part of it. It was added <laughs> in later, but...
0: I'm just imagining her, like, just popping up in their kitchen or something.
1: <laughs> right. I want to sing. The <laughs> but they basically... Right. And they're singing about how no one ever listens to them. You know, they're always silent. They're always in the back. And how annoying it is to be that way. So, sad moment, I guess. Sad, sad. For the moms. They're talking to Ren, who's actually dressed up in a waiter's uniform. He just got a new job there. So, that's cool. Ariel job, starts Brian. flirting with Ren, as she does, because she's kind of sassy like that. Sassy. But Willard warns him about Chuck, because, I mean, Chuck's probably a scary guy. And then Ren asks Willard about his relationship with Rusty. And Willard's just like, oh, Rusty's real cute. Like, I like her. But she talks nonstop, and I'm really confused about it.
0: This girl don't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> she needs to be singing that song, Learning to Be Silent. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: So. Ariel and friends are kind of talking about how they just want to find a decent guy. So we get the song Holding Out for a Hero, which is also probably a decently well-known song. There's a bunch of covers of it out there. and
0: Yeah, most people um, don't realize that, that that song's actually from a musical, which yeah. it doesn't sound like it is either. So Wait, you tell <laughs> you telling me it wasn't from Shrek? <laughs> that is arguably the best oh. cover of it. I will say that. I'm just going to put that out there. It's my vote. My oh, no, favorite so I've been lied to. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty great. It's great.
1: It is definitely from this musical. Interestingly enough. But it's a really good song. You know, I like it myself. But after the song, Chuck shows up, he's angry, he yells at Ariel, they get into a fight. But Ren and Willard come to her defense. As as good old cowboys do.
0: Heck yeah. But
1: Betty Blast Betty Blast, the restaurant owner. Comes up and breaks up
0: the fight and tells them to leave. Good old Betty Blast. A little Joy. Sounds like a foreign name. To be real honest. Uh, I I just picture her as like walking in with like a six shooter on her side. <laughs> like, you don't want to get on the bad side of old Betty Blast. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Bang. Bang. Yes, I knew. <laughs> After Ren gets off work, Ariel takes him to the train tracks because that's where all the cool kids hang out. They talk about her hatred of Beaumont. Unbeknownst to them, Chuck is watching. Remember, somebody's eyes are watching. Somebody's eyes are always watching, you guys.
1: This time it's Chuck. <laughs>
0: Chuck needs to get a hobby. Afterward, Wren walks Ariel home, which surprises her parents because they thought she was already at home. Whoops. Wren accidentally <laughs> insults Reverend Moore, making things even more awkward and him even more angry. I don't know how you accidentally insult someone. Well, I mean, I guess you can, but... I think I do it a lot. (laughs) Reverend Moore tells Ariel not to see him anymore. She yells back stating that he makes her feel like a prisoner. And Reverend Moore starts feeling guilty and wonders whether he is being fair or not. Can he be both preacher and father? In a song called Heaven Help Me. Which, yeah, that's a tough situation. At school the next day, Ren shows up late to class and explains that he was jumped by Chuck. The teacher won't accept his excuse. Rude. Wren complains about how the citizens of Beaumont are so wound up and could use a de like the dancing he did in Chicago. Wren realizes that throwing a dance would be a perfect idea for the stress relief while also sticking it to Reverend Moore. Willard tells Wren that he is insane, but Wren won't listen. He just gotta dance. <coughs> Wren starts winning the students over with his plan. Reverend Moore finds out, however, and is determined to stop it. The song is called I'm Free. And with that song, it actually... So that ends our Act 1 episode, so we're going to hop into intermission. So, yeah, what is everyone's thoughts on Act 1 so far? Yo, this town (laughs) (laughs) sucks. This town would be so boring. Oh my god. Right, like, how? How are they so terrible? And the fact that it was a real town is just, what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Also, how do you ban dancing? It's like, oh, you moved your hips too much. Go to jail stop wiggling it's too aggressive (laughs) you you stop that gyrating right now (laughs) you can't dance you should not dance you were not allowed to dance (laughs) take off those dancing shoes that is just insane to me but i mean it's 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 an interesting story but i definitely feel like it's super outdated i don't know yeah and that's
1: that's one of the things and i think it's you do have to keep in mind that it is you know 1980s. So, like, even though that doesn't seem like it was that long ago, it it kind of... Oh, God, it was. Guys, it's 2020.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're in... We're there. (laughs) Um, We're old. We are old.
1: But it's definitely a little more explored in the movies. So, like, Ren is driving through town, and he's got, like, loud music playing in his car, and he gets pulled over and gets a ticket for it. So, like, you can't even have loud music. Like, you're not allowed to listen to music, you're not allowed to dance, like, any of that
0: yo this town sucks
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically yeah so like there's always there's scenes where like once the like cops and like adults are away the diner will play some music over the speakers and everyone will like dance in the parking lot but Uh then as soon as like someone else shows up they have to like run real quick and stop the cd
0: like the cops are coming okay so yeah act one you get introduced to a very strange town everything's weird it's great and everybody just wants to bang. I mean, dance. I mean, <laughs> both. <laughs> both. <laughs> yes. You're absolutely correct.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is one case where I would definitely recommend, like, I always recommend seeing the live musical, like, no doubt. But I also recommend watching both movies. The m- movies aren't as musically as the show, obviously. Yeah, I mean... But there is still a lot of the same music in it. So There's still the Footloose song, there's still Let's Hear It For The Boy... Which is in Act 2, they're still holding up for a hero, so there's still, like, some of those same songs, but there's also a lot more action to it, I think. I'm actually not sure, I don't remember if it's in, I don't think it's in the musical, but it... in both movies there's a scene where, like, Ren and Chuck are, like, going up against each other, Right? Yeah, and so they decide to play chicken. And so in the first movie, in the 1984 version, it's with tractors, and so they just go at each other like (laughs) head on with tractors
0: to see which one will like veer away first. Fast tractors. And in the 2011 movie, it's school buses. Oh my god, that's so much more like a giant in like a figure eight track, Um, and they try not to crash into each other.
1: What crazy! this, this <laughs> happened
0: after they hugged
1: and they got on drugs
0: they got on drugs yeah. okay. it's also
1: interesting to compare the preachers because in the 1984 version it's john lithgow oh
0: i love If Jennifer you're familiar Bell.
1: with who that mm-hmm. is
0: oh, yes. and yeah, in you'd...
1: the 2011 version it's dennis quaid <laughs> oh
0: so. yeah that's very different john lithgow is so much more terrifying
1: uh, he's a little creepier that's for sure
0: yeah Oof. so
1: anyway. obviously all Three forms vary quite a bit. Oh yes, but I, I recommend seeing all of them. It's oh, a weird storyline, yes. and it's it's great. <laughs> I love
0: the stuff that's so bad it's good. So. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> the cult favorites or whatever.
1: So this one may be a little unbelievable, but it's just fun to watch.
0: It's a, yeah, it's an interesting, very interesting
1: one. Did it happened nowadays? Probably not.
0: It's no. still interesting to watch. Yeah, obviously it's still making. <laughs> Making uh, waves in the UK. go ahead and jump to our theater fact, Kylie. Woohoo! Boom! Oh. Oh. Awoo! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Three types of stages, proscenium, which is a traditional style where the audience directly faces the raised stage and acts as the invisible fourth wall of the scene a thrust stage that extends into the audience so that it's surrounded on three sides, but still connected to a backstage, which then creates a greater intimacy between the audience and the performers. <laughs> and the arena or the theater in the round is where the audience completely surrounds the stage, but is required special considerations about scenery and lighting, so it doesn't block anyone's view. The thrust stage. <laughs> yep. Oof. I know it's using like a lot of, um, like, uh, show, shows, uh, music shows, like, concerts. Wow! Oh my god, that was hard. Oh.
1: Concerts definitely tend to be more either thrust or, like, arena.
0: Oh yeah, there's definitely a lot of thrusting going on in concerts. (laughs) Maroon Five. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Taylor
1: Swift. Let's jump into Act 2 whoop, whoop.
0: Yay More weirdness
1: yeah. Alright, we start off Act 2 With Wren, Ariel, Willard, and Rusty They're actually over in a nearby town At this big, big dance hall Like a bar and dance kind of place And there's a live country band playing So the band sings Let's make believe we're in love Which is not on our Spotify album huh. And the band also sings Still Rockin' which is on Spotify So there you have it.
0: You're not allowed to make believe that they're
1: in love on our Spotify. I guess so. So Ren and Ariel are having a grand old time. They're like dancing together. They're doing a little flirty thing, you know. And Rusty keeps trying to get Willard to dance. He's like, "Mm, nah, I can't dance. I'm not gonna do that. I'm I'm not gonna embarrass myself. I feel you. (laughs) So there are several other cowboys there that are trying to mock Willard and they're like, you're not a real man. You're not dancing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that equates masculinity.
1: Yeehaw. <laughs> uh, Rusty comes to his defense and says that she loves him anyway. Aww. Aww. So we get the song Let's Hear It for the Boy, which is another one of my favorites. It's like we're supportive of him, even though he can't dance, and it's so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's also another song that people don't realize is from a musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just kind of, like, comes up.
1: I think I definitely heard that one where I've ever watched Footloose. Just, oh. like, on some cover CD or something. Right and then on. I, like, saw it in the movie and I was like, oh, oh wait a weird. <laughs> so I think it's just one of those songs that was, like, picked up by the 80s and just grew. So Ren tries to teach Willard to dance, which, of course, starts off, starts off really awkwardly, but he ends up actually pulling off some amazing dance moves.
0: Let's hear for the To co- go, Willard. E. chuck shows up at the moors home and tells them that ariel is not where they think she is he leaves and ariel comes home saying she's at a friend's house studying her parents reveal that they know she's lying the reverend and ariel argue and vi breaks it up and consoles rev but tries to get him to understand and forgive ariel she's actually speaking up now instead of being silent like she lamented earlier in the show and the song is can you find it in your heart so she's doing uh, some character development here um, woo-hoo! Yeah, yeah woo. Ren, Willard, and friends are trying to find a way to talk to the town council. Ren is discouraged and almost gives up, but Willard gives him advice that he got from his mama. Song called Mama Says Yellows to Your Mama, folks. Ariel shows up with a black eye. Apparently, Chuck beat her up because he's a scumbag. Yep. Absolutely, oh my god. Ren comforts her. Beat people up. Beat women up. Like, what? Wren comforts her, and the two go out to the train station from Act 1. Ariel reveals that her brother was in the car accident that led to the dancing van. And she gives Wren a Bible marked with passages to help with, the co- with his conversation with the town council. Because that's the easiest way to bridge the gaps. And they, they realize that they have fallen in love. And the song is called Almost Paradise. Ba-ba-ba, they fell in love. What a surprise for a musical. Mm-hmm. which is also a fairly popular song i believe probably <laughs> probably it's, i
1: mean it's cute so that's kind of a kind of a big moment which leads to the actual town council meeting where ren kind of steps up and he's like yo i want to talk about this dancing band okay because it's <laughs> not cool So he explains to the council about how dancing was written about in the Bible. So he actually gives off several Bible quotes. And so he's like, dancing shouldn't be illegal because the Bible says so. Bam. The song Dancing is Not a Crime is here, but it is also not on our Spotify. So sorry about that. (laughs) And so Ren is like super supported by the crowd, right? Like this room is packed with people and they're all like, yeah, woo, dancing. dancing, But the council members are like, nah, bro. And they dismiss (laughs) the motion. What jerks. And so... His mom, Ethel, kind of, you know, pulls him aside and explains to him that, honestly, he had no chance going in because Reverend Moore had already locked those votes in how he wanted them. He controls the council, and so there's nothing he really could have done, but she does suggest that he goes to just talk to Reverend Moore and try to, like, you know, talk to him man-to-man, one-on-one, and kind of make him see his side. And so Ren goes to the Reverend's house and kind of basically tells him that he shouldn't take his son's death out on everyone else. Like, it sucks to lose a son, sure, but... I mean, you have to ban dancing.
0: Right? Like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But there's also this moment where they kind of both realize they're dealing with loss. Ren lost his father, the Reverend lost his son. So they kind of have this like common bond here of like sadness, loss, and filling a (laughs) role in each other's lives. It's kind of a little weird there, but it kind of works because after Ren leaves, Reverend Moore is really struggling with what to do. So there's a song, I Confess, which is also not on Spotify.
0: (laughs) Wow. Spotify, get your game up. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, really. Answer the... Yeah, yeah. Just kidding, Spotify, please love us. <laughs> At the next service, Reverend Moore tells everyone that he is going to allow a dance, and they are happy about this. Ren asks Woo. Ariel to go to the dance with him. Willard asks Rusty. Aw. Reverend Moore actually apologizes for his past mistakes and tells Vi of his love for her. And the song called Can You Find It in Your Heart? The mm-hmm. reprise at the end everyone attended the huge dance. Chuck shows up to take revenge on Wren but is easily subdued and kicked out by Willard and Rusty. <laughs> the song is. And yeah, battle. Yeah, and that's footloose the finale. So <laughs> I love that. No, you can't show up you, you jerk. We're going to beat you up too. <laughs> Bam, pow. <laughs> Good guys win the day. Ta-da-da. Da, da, da. The end of Woo!
1: Ta-da. Bah, 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 bah. So they definitely kicked off, kicked off their Sunday
0: shoes, and did some dancing. They did indeed, and some fighting, and, and some fighting, uh, and some dancing. They fighting. did. What Does everyone think it's still Ew. weird? But it's a good, it's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good message at the end. Yeah, don't be a, a jerk and let people dance. Yep, that's the message.
1: Honestly, it just makes yeah. the panic of the disco co- song come to mind. Where he yeah. sings dancing's not a crime. Let's <laughs> do it with the without me.
0: Yeah, I wonder maybe that was his yeah. inspiration. Copyrights strike. <laughs> 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 it's still within the fan realm. We're fine. But yeah. You I mean, just was, can't sing it too good. <laughs> yeah, you can't sing it real good. It's definitely it's definitely an interesting show, and I like the idea that yes you can deal with loss but you shouldn't take it out on everybody and i think that's like actually kind of what they're kind of going with it's like everyone deals with loss in different ways but you do have mm. to to know that it's not anyone's fault if someone gets in a like a car accident like that it was just like a, a freak happens dance in this in this show anyway so him equating it to oh he came he came from a dance thing and if he hadn't been dancing he wouldn't have gotten the car crash and that's it's really sad. Like, I can see how he made the leap, but mm-hmm. to get the understanding of, Ew. oh, I can't blame this this random thing for my and all my sadness and stuff like that, so. It's interesting. And In one of
1: the Bible quotes that Wren gives to the council, um, I'm totally gonna butcher this, because I don't know my Bible very well, <laughs> but it's along the lines of, there's a time to weep and there's a time to mourn, but there's also a time to dance. Huh. Well, and did. so it's that it's that pa- It's a passage where there's, like, a time to do several different things. Like, there's a list of things. But it's, like, yes, there's a time to, to mourn those deaths. But there's also a time to, to dance and celebrate life. And right. so he makes a lot of good points, I think. And he really does appeal to the town, you know? He's, like, if you're a religious town, fine. I'll give you some religious reasons. Like, let's go.
0: <laughs> right. Like, we're, we go dance and you go like it. Is he a little single-minded
1: in his goal? Maybe. Maybe. But does he find love along the way? Yes. Heck yeah. There's character development. You know, the Reverend kind of realizes his mistakes. His wife starts to speak up. Stuff like that. Willard learns to dance, so that's pretty big.
0: That's a huge character (laughs) development, obviously. Obviously. He did did.
1: it. definitely simpler than some other musicals. There's not a lot of, like, huge reveals. There's not a lot of, like, like, like facts you have to track
0: through the musical and that kind of thing, but one to dance, cannot do, must fix, that's it
1: yeah. oh fix, yay, the end
0: the end, yay, pretty, yeah, it's, watched, and it's fun to listen to it is yeah, it's fun to listen to, and we will have to do like a movie night where we all watch uh, one or both of the movies. Just I have because. both of them, so we're uh, good, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> Amber likes movies. Does. Especially musical movies. But yeah, does anyone have any other conversational thing No, nah, That just seemed fun. Pretty straightforward, nothing like I mean, the the town's whack, but Town well, it wasn't absolutely <laughs> like the story wasn't like some of the other ones we've listened to. That's true. <laughs> hey, we didn't have any murder, you guys. I Whoa. noticed Great. that. Yeah, we we don't have any murder in this one. It's interesting. Just accidental death. Uh, yeah. Instant, you know, beating without. up a woman. But, you know.
1: I'm wondering if we will ever find a musical without a single death in it. Mm. Or if won't so, be Lion King.
0: So far, or not.
1: <laughs> yep. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure everything we've had so far has had at least one death.
0: Oh, no. Snoopy. That one's too wholesome.
1: Oh, yeah. Snoopy's too wholesome.
0: Yes. In the comics, yes, someone does die, but they didn't cover it in the show, so we're still... We have one safe show. Woo! We did it! That I don't think we <laughs> liked. No! <laughs> Not the cast recording. We didn't like the cast recording, but the this show's good. Oh, it itself is fun. Yeah, it- that one's also fun. Anyway, back to the show we're actually on. Woo! Footloose! Lose, dun dun, <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> and bacon. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, I guess that le- that wraps up this episode. So yeah, so thanks for listening to this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. I have no idea what number we're on because I am terrible. But this one, we're, we're we're on number this one. Holy cow, you're right. <laughs> Quoted. <laughs> but yeah, so thanks. So yeah, so thanks uh, for listening to this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. And we hope you all enjoyed it enough for us to continue doing this. We really love storytelling and musicals. So of course, this was a great place for us to start and we have so far loved our journey and we are just so excited to do more shows and we we love, we just love what we do. So if you have any helpful tips or comments or you just want to say hello, feel free to reach out to us at savemeanisleseat at com, or of course tweet us at saveanisleseat on Twitter.
1: say, Or if you want to give us money to eat tomatoes slash onions slash other weird foods go for it
0: yeah uh-uh. i mean i might add a tier on our patreon no promises <laughs> but
1: <laughs> if it comes
0: make up. kaylin eat things she does not like even that though she's true. not part of the podcast yeah i mean oh also if you want more of Kalen because she's great we also do another podcast together on the ragtag network called total tomfoolery so if you like kaylin being super weird and D, go check that one out as well so yeah check out the ragtagnetwork.com we well it's just ragtagnetwork.com i'm sorry and we have uh, other shows going on there as well so to keep track of all of us that's a good place to look but yeah so thanks for listening to this episode of save me an will seat we love you we love musicals peace yo that uh... won't be our ending tagline but <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> word, word. That's the starting tagline. That's the start- <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I guess we should say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Isle Seat. You can find more episodes and shows similar to this at www.ragtagnetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Save an Aisle Seat. We make this show just for the fun of it, but if you would like to support what we do, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash seat This episode was brought to you by the Ragtag Network.